Welcome to the Franchise Fantasy Podcast. Come to decide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time. Step from the road to the sea to the sky, and I do believe that we rely on. When I lay it on, come get to play it on. All right, here we go. We got the second place Naturals, the Franchise Fantasy Pod. What's up, Nat? Not much. How you doing, France? Doing well. Got a good good football game going on. Uh, I, I'd just like to clarify, um, you said I'm second place, um, but I am first in the division, even though I'm second place in the league. Is that because you own the tiebreaker with Tyler? You beat him? Yeah, no, because I'm 1-0 in the division, and he has no... Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, you're only point zero four out of first, right? Like, even on points, yeah. But that first place does matter because, I mean, one, you get the buy, but two, I mean, you get the the money, like, the first place money. So, it does kind of matter. So, yeah, so, all right, we'll start there. So, there was a lot of hype for my division early. Foreman, Garber, Northeast Ohio was pretty good. We're in third, fifth, and eighth currently. But the Pacific Northwest really coming on. First, second, and then Henry's in last. But, I mean, he's got a lot of points. What's the better division, Northwest or Northeast Ohio? I think it's pretty obvious that Pacific Northwest is the best division. Um, so if you just look, the, the, base, the first thing I look at is points. You have... In the Northeast Ohio division, you have 1,346 points total between the three teams. In the Pacific Northwest division, you have 1,474 points. So that's, what, 130 more points scored by the Pacific Northwest division over the, over the season. For sure. So right there, edge the Pacific Northwest. However, we have first... Hank, Hank's season's oh. over. He's out. I, he still has a chance. That, that one year Garber won the championship at six and seven. Yeah, it's, so that's true. But he Hanks can still lose three more games. The problem is he has to play you guys a bunch. Yeah. You know? He's in a tough yeah, division. And, but Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if you do, go through the teams. Do you feel you bad? Teams, so Hanks is our champ. Do you feel bad for him being 0 and four? No, I don't feel yeah, bad. Yeah, as I say, no there's the, yeah, no tears shed for that guy. Not at all. No. He's got to play better defense. You can't win if you're giving up 130 points every week. Right, exactly. He just, he's just he's like a Big 12 team out there, just throwing up throwing up bombs. So, all right, the big story from the first four weeks of the season has been your Mahomes trade by far. It's dominated the conversation. This is finally your chance to talk about it. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, that whole thing. I got a lot to say to you people. <laughs> So, it's so I, I will admit I, I possibly overpaid in the draft for Mahomes and Jackson. I spent spent a lot of times on a lot of time on my numbers. Um, and when you spend that much time on your numbers, you got, you got to trust them going into the draft. You can't you can't be changing your strategy in the middle of the draft. You got to stick with what you know. Right. Um, and so it turned out that everyone else didn't value quarterbacks as highly as my numbers said that you should. Right. Um, so so yeah, I overpaid for Mahomes and Jackson. Um, but after that, like. So the draft is over. Right now, I got to play someone week one. I have a the number two quarterback sitting on my bench, um, and no one to start a wide receiver. Um, 
So I, I actually put a lot of thought into this. So uh, Mahomes had the same bye week as Dallas. So I couldn't keep. I had to keep Jackson. I, Mahomes was the guy I had to trade. Okay. Because I couldn't have. I couldn't have uh, all my Dallas receivers. Right. And, and Mahomes, Mahomes out. The same week. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Mahomes played on Thursday in Week One. So if I was going to trade him. I had to do it quick. Yeah. Because um, no one's going to trade someone playing Sunday if Mahomes has already played on Thursday. Right. And then Mahomes' value is never going to go down or never going to go up throughout the year. He could score fifty Week One. And he's still going to be the number one quarterback. Like, you know what he's getting. It doesn't yeah. matter what he does. His value can only go down throughout the year. Um, but a guy like Cooper, uh, Mari Cooper, his value is like it's not set yet before this before the season starts. Right. It would be a wide receiver one, and he's, that's what he's turned out to be. Cooper's been unbelievable. Um, but like, I'm never going to get him for less than wide receiver one value, except at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, um, so so, I, I had to take that risk. I had I had to, I had to take a risk. I I defended you in the chat. That you needed to do it before week one because what good is it? Yeah. You're just wasting points if the guys on your bench having thirty points. Like that, that, that yeah, it exactly. doesn't it doesn't do any any good. Now I don't think Landry has been great. No. He'll, he'll break out at some point. I think the Browns have a pretty easy schedule. But Cooper, I mean, he's the 29th uh, in twenty nine and twenty ninth in points of any position. I mean, that guy's sure, been unbelievable. Yeah. Now, yeah, he's definitely wide receiver one. Right. I was hoping Landry could be a wide receiver too. He'll probably have some good weeks here and there. Yeah, he'll have some good weeks, but you just have to guess them. The problem is Beckham and the Browns run the ball so much, but he'll have a couple big weeks. So, all right, so Jared Cook's your tight end. You also got – you picked up the Cowboy kid, Schultz. I mean, you can't start Jared Cook anymore, right? Like, unless it's Schultz's bye week? Uh, I've been struggling. So, this week, uh, Schultz has a bad matchup, according to Yahoo. I guess the Giants are pretty good against tight ends. Um, and yeah. Cooper has a good matchup, so I might start Cooper still. Or not or, Cooper. Uh, Cook, Cook, yeah. 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 I, I might start Cook still this week. It's, um, I know I shouldn't, but it's it's tough to start uh, three Dallas pass catchers and Zeke. It just feels wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. But their offense has been an electric factor, even with their losses. Yep. It's like, it's the Kumar strategy from last year, but it's it's kind of worked. I mean, it it's has worked. So far. You're in first place. It's worked. And yeah. you have a lot of receivers, so if you ever wanted to, say, not play, who's your, what's your, your you have um, C.D. Lamb, right? Yeah. Like you, yeah. you could you could roll the dice and be like, all right, I want to play Landry this week. You could. Yeah, I, I have lots of weak wide receivers, so I can play the matchups if I do it right. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, all right, that's the Mahomes trade. We're over it. Whatever. You're rolling with Lamar. I mean, Lamar's been good. Yes, he played bad against Mahomes, but, I mean, he's still a top-three quarterback, obviously. But the other big story from fantasy this week was Kumar's boneheaded moves uh, <laughs> Monday night. So, I think you know it. I don't know if everyone knows it. What he did was he needed a wide receiver late, which is understandable, and he picked up Demetrius Shepard, who I didn't even know him on the Packers. Yeah, I'd never even heard of him. He had three points, so it was a dud. And he dropped Tanyan, which I'm not saying I knew Tanyan, the tight end, was good, but he ended up with 30 points. The problem was, and I kind of explained this to everyone, he had two empty spots on his roster. Why not just watch this tight end and then drop him in the morning if he had a bad game, you know? Like, do you understand what he was thinking? I, I, it makes no sense. Like, the one way it could make any sense is if he's playing mind games with us 
he's doing some next level stuff where he thinks Tanyan people might bid on Tanyan and he has no he no he has no intention of keeping Tanyan no matter what. He knew some other tight end he wanted or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, like if if you're if you're saying I don't care if this guy scores a hundred this week, I'm gonna drop him anyway. Then yeah, sure, drop him ahead of time. Let people spend money on him. So people sure. spend money on whoever you want to pick up. But sure. there's no way that's what he's doing. Do you th- do you think there's a chance he forgot that he had open slots and he just like well he was doing it on his phone he was like you know he was signing a guy and he was like oh I'll drop him you know what I mean because I think that's probably yeah, what happened probably. Yeah. he just didn't pay attention he was doing it on his phone quick you know the other mistake that he made which hindsight he should have whoever was in his flex I don't know who it was if the, if that was a wide receiver he should have put that in for the wide receiver and left the flex open for the for the uh, the, the Monday night game. Because then he could yeah. he could have played a second tight end if he wanted to. Then he would have left himself open. Yep. He may have had a running back in there. I don't know, but it yeah. was a pretty so, dumb so move advice. by Kumar. Free advice: you got to put the early games. You don't put the early games in your flex. Yes, you got to put the early games in the starting. Position. Right. Whether yes, for sure. Yep. That's that's a, it's a smart move, but I don't think people think of it. All right. So then the other story from the weekend was. Sunday morning, I'm laying in Philly, laying in bed, and Corman's going on about he wants to add an IR spot. Okay, seems fine, COVID. And then you caught him. As soon as that spot got added, he added Dallas Goddard and slid him, Dallas, who doesn't have COVID, who Corman had a week ago, into the IR spot. It was a good catch by you. Corman's being sneaky. He he fessed up, but he's you got, you got to watch him. Yeah. He'll take advantage at every turn. For sure. And I used it too. Once he did that, I, I moved my yeah. one guy, that Michael Thomas, who's on IR. I moved him in. And then I picked up a defense that I was looking for next week, or I guess this week now. Whatever, I dropped it. But, yeah, I mean, Corman was right on but that. Yeah, I, I did too. Once you have the spot, you got to start using it. you got to use it, yeah. And I think – so the game ended up getting played, but that co- the extra IR spot just didn't really do anything because players that were healthy, even if the game got moved, they weren't able to go in the IR spot, you know, unless they had COVID. It's a, cla- it's a classic Kumar commissioner gaffe, but... Yeah, he just, like, listened to Corman and was like, oh, yeah, I need it. Let's add it real quick, you know. I'm, I'm, at least we didn't end up with that uh, honor code bench spot. That would have been rough. Yeah, I mean this COVID stuff sucks, but I think the way to do it is you just have, you have to play through it. You know, if you're, you know, I got Derrick Henry, probably the best player on the Titans, fantasy. Well, definitely fantasy wise, I've just had to deal with it. You know, like it sucks, but you know, yeah, you just do it. So you think? Do you think they're going to play this week? They're saying Tuesday, but do I there's, think it's going to happen? I don't know. They said last I heard was Tuesday, unless there's one more positive test. Yeah. So I'm hopeful, but I mean, I I almost can't unless I get a real firm answer on you know, but Sunday morning, there's a chance I have to put Derrick Henry on the bench, you know, because eight points is better than zero from. Yeah, you, yeah, you're in an especially tough spot. I was I'm looking at John Brown on on the Bills. Yeah, Brown, you know, decide if I should. Yeah, play he's a good player, not. but I mean, Henry on the Titans is really, you know, I mean, he's my best player. Him and Michael Thomas, and Thomas is out. Yeah. All right, so I wanted to get your um, your best three teams in Champions League. I know you have a lot of notes, so if you just want to go through the teams and then end with your top three. Uh, yeah, so I, I took a good look at the teams today. Um, I got a few. I don't think most of what I say is not going to be very controversial. I got a few controversial things in here. But, I like it. Um, so, so I, I didn't. I didn't between the three teams. I didn't pick who is my who's my favorite of the three. 
so it's kind of in an arbitrary order. Yeah, just um, just top three. That's so, fine. So it's, I think Tyler, he's I mean, he has the most. He's in first place, most points scored. You can't really argue with those results. He's he's kind of like I when I look at his team, it, it, he's like the Frank Gore of the league this year. He's not flashy. Like he just he grinds somehow he grinds out production every week. Um, extremely like well balanced. It. He has dependable running backs. Um, I'd say his biggest risk is uh, Mahomes, Connor, and Gurley. None of them are really known for being healthy. So right. An injury here, an injury there. It could really, really bring him down. But or some, some COVID. Steelers have had some trouble with that. Yeah. But I, I think he's got a solid team. I'm, I'm worried. I got to beat him this week. I was to have say a, you're in his division. Yeah. Um, and then, and then second. So I think I'm up there. I second most points. Um, the best running back combo in the league. I have a ton of wide receivers. If I can do the matchups right, I, I'm sure I'll have. I think I'll be able to win every week. Just depends on if I play the right guys. Yep. You do. Um, you have the best running backs by a long shot. Zeke and Aaron Jones. Yeah. yeah. And then the, my biggest risk is that the Cowboys figure out how to play defense, or they all get COVID or something. Yeah. It's very cowboy heavy. Or like Dak Prescott gets hurt. I guess Dalton. He could fling it a little bit, but. Yeah, you're just cowboy heavy. Yeah. Yeah, the, I. It's a little worrisome that I have all the Dallas um, pass catchers, but having the running back, I feel like I'm a little bit more protected from a negative game script or like. Yeah. I don't know, just a little bit more solid there. And then the the third team was I think Dylan. His. Mm, yeah, um, he's three and one. He's, had, he's made some excellent waiver moves so far. Um, it looks like he's streaming quarterbacks. I think he streams every year, but he's, he does it. He does it well. I think it'll be a good year for that. Yeah. So he's he's, go, he's going with, he's going with Teddy Bridgewater this week. Who's he's been good. I don't I don't know if I trust right. him long term, but he's been good. No, yeah. I mean, he just picked him up this week. I forget who he had last week, but he had went at some point. He streaming. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, his biggest risk is that he just makes some more some bad waiver moves. And, yeah, like his team really, his teams really depend on waivers. For sure, if he's if he's picking the right quarterback and finds one that fits, he's tough. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, so so that okay. I actually I forgot I uh, had done some research on to uh, validate my draft on the quarterbacks. Oh so yeah, I'll bring that up now. You give it to me. Um, so I look I looked back at the history of Champions League, the nine seasons that are on Yahoo. Mm-hmm. So in the nine seasons, we've only had six different quarterbacks win Champions League. Ooh, I like this. So, I, I want to see if you can guess. All right, let me, guess. Yeah, let me guess There's some. six. So, I, I, Peyton Manning. Yep, he has one. Because I, I know Dirk won with him. Drew Brees. No, that was me. Uh, Dirk? Ryan Dirk? Dirk ever winning. I won with Peyton Manning in oh, 2010. You, you know what? Ryan Dirk won the NFL.com year, I think. And he oh, had okay. he had Peyton Manning. So th- oh, so Pey- Peyton's a two time winner as well. Yeah, I know he had. I know for she had he had Peyton because it was that year he went crazy with the Broncos. All right, Peyton, Drew Brees. How nice, Drew Brees, two time winner. Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers. No Rodgers. Tom Brady. Can't get it done. Tom Brady once. Yep. Uh, who did that man he have when he beat me? Um, was there a Carson Palmer maybe in there? Nope. No. Um, Tony Romo? Nope. How about a bit? That's old. I, uh, I, I'm, so it, I'm guessing you, you're, what you're going at is they're always 
top-notch quarterbacks. There's never, like, Ryan Tannehill who doesn't win. Um, yeah, exactly. Give me two more guesses. Russell Wilson. No. No, interesting. He, he hadn't been good at fantasy until the last couple of years. Interesting. I um, can easily see him winning it this year. Yeah, for sure. One more guess here. Um, did Joe Flacco – or, no, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, for sure. No. Really? Okay, so – so 2019, Hanks had Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, he was the he was the QB seven that year. Other than that, all the other QBs that were the top five QB for that year. Yep, got to have so a top five quarterback. Kyler Murray, Andrew Luck had two Duh. two Champions League victories. Yeah, Cam Newton with two Champions League victories. Oh, and then Drew Brees with two, Tom Brady with one, Peyton Manning with two. It sounds like yeah, I think two. So in ten in ten years, ten years we've had six. QBs yeah. yeah, so Kyler is definitely the most, the biggest outlier. And yeah, I mean, so we had Q, QB7, QB5, QB2, 3, 1, 2, 1, 4, 5. Yeah, and, and Kyler down the stretch was better, but he was a rookie, right. you know, so that his stats were a little down because I'm sure the first three weeks he was down, but then once he got going, he was a top quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, interesting. So, yeah, I mean, you need a top quarterback. So, I love that. So quarterback, you got to get a good quarterback. That's the best research we've ever had on this pod. <laughs> so that's that's Dylan's weakness. If if he if he gets the quarterback points every week, then great. But he's got to hit the lottery. One one week could hurt. Yeah. So Corman will get mad. And if I, had, I had a bonus. I had a sneaky. Uh, I was looking at your team. Your team's sneaky good. You have no weaknesses. Um, you have if you can if you can figure out who to play between Mostert and Hines each week. That's there's an RB one right there. Yeah. If you can pick it right. Got to stay healthy. Um, Michael Thomas out. And then, if you, and then same for you. You got to figure out your quarterback situation. But yeah, I don't know where I'm at. I, just, I got Big Ben now. I don't know. I'm gonna stick with Matt Ryan. But so all right. So yeah, my team's solid. I, I don't think I'm a top notch team, but I'm gonna probably get in the playoffs. Corman would be mad if we don't talk about his team. What What's your assessment of his team? Well, I mean, we we have three worst teams coming up, right? Oh yes. All right. Let's talk about the three worst teams. So so, uh, so we got Ekmanity like. Yeah, his, no. his team's just not good. It's not good. Yeah, it's sorry, Ekmanity. One of those seasons. Like he, he, he's definitely getting flustered. He just spent thirty on Tanyan, despite already having Kittle, like the best tight end. Yeah, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna go two tight ends. Two tight ends, maybe. I don't know. Um, Hilton's washed up. I think his best hope is that Rogers goes crazy all year, and then either he can leverage one of his tight ends into a trade for. A wide receiver one, or he's, or they're both good enough to play every week. To play him, yeah. There's not a lot of hope there. No. Um, And then our Dirk's team is looking pretty rough. Chubb is out. He he pretty much has no running backs. Yeah. I I think I could start for a running back for the our Dirk's. And he Um, he he was he was hoping Gronk would return to like a top five tight end. He's not. Yeah, yeah. That's his his only hope is really that Gronk. That he can manage to trade Gronk for yeah, he breaks out or something, yeah. Running back, yeah. And then, so, and then last is Corman. Wow, like, I, I like a, it. A week ago he was in the top three, but you got to look at his like sixty-five points last week. Ooh, it's not a, good. As an indication of how bad his team can actually be. Not good. He had a few good weeks, but you can't rely on Metcalf and Lockett. No. To both score twenty every week. No. Metcalf had is. His first four weeks, all four weeks, he's gotten four catches for 100 yards. The first three weeks he scored a touchdown. Last week he didn't. He's got to score touchdowns. You, you, 
you can't rely on four catches and 100 yards every week. Like, those no. four catches aren't going to add up to 100 yards. No. Um, McCaffrey is, I don't believe McCaffrey's coming back at least for three weeks. They, they keep saying at least a week. They but, may, I don't know why they'd rush him back. I mean, they're trying to get a top pick anyway. You know, just let that guy rest. Yeah, there, there's no reason. they got all this COVID going on. Yeah, let that guy rest. Um, I, I don't believe in... Oh, yeah, I don't believe in Kyler. Like, um, he won last year, but... they've the, Carolina's played bad two weeks in a row now. He's not consistent. Um, like, his, his only hope is that... Russell Wilson keeps chucking the ball and Lockett and Metcalf actually can carry his team yeah. um, and that McCaffrey comes back. But other than that, his team is garbage. It's, it's I, I said it earlier, but he's definitely the worst 3-1 team Champions League's ever seen. Interesting. Because, yeah, there's five 3-1 teams. Corman, me, Tyler, you, and Dylan. So you got three of us in the top three and then Corman not. Yeah, I, I know he's going to say my team's the same as his because I have all the Dallas guys, but Having that running back, I feel like makes a big difference. Makes a difference, yeah. Balances out. And you know what the other the other difference I would tell you? Dallas gets to play the NFC East, which is the worst conference yep. coming up. Yeah, their schedule. Seattle great. gets to play some tough teams. San Francisco's down because of injuries, but they have a top defense. The Rams have a good defense. Cardinals can play a little D. I play Corman this week, so we'll we'll get to see how that shakes out. Good luck. And I'm not. I'm not relying on CD Lamb. Like I, I can bench him if I have to. So. Yeah, for sure. He's. I mean, he's your third receiver. Amari Cooper's been unbelievable. Though. I know I, he might come back to earth a little bit, but I mean, he's been he's been fantastic. He might, he might. All right. Anything else from Champions League that you got in your notes? Like any other teams that stick out? Kumar's team or anything you want to get to before we jump into um, the real NFL? See. Oh yeah. So I was looking. So Marta's team is oh, the yeah. weirdest team. It's he's all boomer bust. He could score 200 one week or 50. Right. I, you, you never really know what's going to happen. Has he, has he been like, bugging you on trades or no? Because he'll send me a trade like once every three days. He has, he has a little bit. Okay. I, what was, didn't we have a segment for a while? Worst Marta trade of the week or something? Oh, my goodness. He, actually, he sent me a few reasonable ones recently. I'll give him that. But there was one. I can't. I don't even remember. There was, me and Corbin were laughing at it. <laughs> Um, and then we already talked about Kumar's team. It's, yeah, tell me about Kumar's teams. team. What, what do the notes say? I, I just his team actually on paper looks decent, but I think the management is really going to run that team into the ground. <laughs> That's always a problem. <laughs> um, what is his record? Two and two, right and he's he's in the worst division, so like he may just limp yeah, to the playoffs. Who's even going to win that division? Well, it's not going to be Kumar. It's probably Kumar because it's uh, Groan's team's not great either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kumar. Yeah, he's gonna. I, this this could be the. I think we say this every year, but this could be the year that the divisions actually affect who's in the playoffs. I know Kumar could get in with six and seven, and like Garber could be left out at you know seven and six finally, which we we never had yeah. that. Which it would be annoying if that happens, but I mean we kind of just agreed that you have to deal with it. I guess it sucks, but um. yeah, Garber Garber's made some interesting. Garber has zero moves this season. No waiver pickups. Just steady. That's so weird. Because I mean, I mean, it must be a testament to how he drafts. I mean, because his team's two and two, he's not horrible. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I think he's done that in the past too. I just be his. Yeah. Just just rely on your, just trust your guys. All right, let, let's shift to our speed round. Kind of some NFL and some quick questions. Um, All right. So the Browns are three and one. 
Are they for real or no? Uh, it's I don't I don't feel like they're three and one. It, it doesn't feel as good as it should being three and one. Yeah, but it almost doesn't feel I real mean, to me. Like yeah, I mean I guess if we can play as poorly as it feels like we have and still be three and one, it's true. Maybe they are a little bit for real. They're good at first and turnovers, but how long does that last? So, do you think they yeah. win this week against the Colts or three and one? And no one really knows what to believe on them either. You know, Philip Rivers. Yeah. Can they beat I the think Colts at be home? A, this could be a really good test. Like, I, I mean, I don't see the Browns winning the Super Bowl. I don't really see them winning the playoff game, but I can see them making the playoffs. Yeah. The first round. That's what I agree with. That they're going to lose to whoever in the first round, but I, I think they get in at nine and seven or whatever. I think because yeah, partially because yeah. the. the the schedule sucks, but you know what? They play the Steelers in like two weeks. I think that's going to be the real test. I think. I mean, we you got to beat yeah. them at some point. They're still the big bad bully on the block. So, all right, the Browns are three and one. The Buckeyes haven't started yet. Have you been watching more NFL, less NFL? Like, does does the Browns so, being good affect that for you? Uh they. I think they do. They affect me being interested in the NFL. But I mean, fantasy is really what drives me being interested in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I it took me a couple of weeks, but the past couple of weeks I've actually watched more than I have. In the, in the yeah, last I, would, I was years. gonna say it felt. I it watched, feels like it. Do you think it's because there's no college football on Saturday, so like Sunday's your day? Like, all right, I'm gonna watch football, or Monday night, whatever. A little bit, yeah. I like. I don't know. I've been liking the like. I watched Thursday night. I watched Monday night. I think having less plans. True, like, you're not traveling on the, the weekends game. as much. That's true. I don't. I don't feel like I need a night to just like do whatever I want. I can true. Watch the football. True. I think it that gives me a reason to drink some beer. Yeah, usually in the fall I'm traveling, you know, which I I was in Philly last weekend, but like real traveling, like Vegas or whatever. Um, interesting. Um, all right, the Chiefs clearly look like the best team. If you had to pick a team that can beat the Chiefs, who's the second best team? Or or they could be better, but I like the Seahawks. I'm maybe a little bit of a homer, but I think that's the answer. Russell's been looks. Russell's looked so good this year. So good. Um, Cowboys offense. I, I don't. I don't know how the, the Chiefs are going to score hundred against the Cowboys. But <laughs> well, that, I, I don't know if they play, but I hope they do because my God, that'd be fun. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like the Chiefs. The Ravens weren't really a good test for the Chiefs. They just didn't play well that night. Yeah, I know. I, I so they play them tough the second time. I think, but for some reason, they just didn't show up that night. I think Seahawks is the answer. That's that's the answer. Are, yeah, I think they have a good chance. So another team that's been impressive, the 4-0 Bills. Are they for real, Buffalo Bills? So I didn't realize the Bills are 4-0 until you, yeah. you were asking about it. They go under the radar. You know, they're in Buffalo, but yeah. It would be pretty awesome to see the Bills do well. Yeah, I root for I, that I town, you know. A Cleveland-ass city. I mean, if John Brown can stay healthy, who's, who's the Bills running back? Uh, that... Montgomery. Uh, no, that's the Bears. That's what is his name? Is it Singletary? Oh yeah, yeah. Singletary. He's he's all right. Yeah. I don't think he's a star, but he's he's fine. The Bears going. So, yeah. How, what are, has Josh team. Allen just been having a great year? Oh uh, yeah, he's been having a good year. But you know what it is? They're, they have a top five defense. Is the biggest thing. Okay. But yeah, yeah, Allen's been good. Um. All right. What's what's the best Oktoberfest beer you've had this this season, or in so general? I'm you- I'm usually partial to the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Right. They change a little year. It has a good label every year. Um, but I recently found a local one. Um, they don't even, they're just calling it a fest beer. Oh, okay. Um, 
I'm, I'm a big fan. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really a huge fan of Oktoberfest beers in general, so it's more of like a seasonal. Yeah. The I'm, the, I'm not a big a, deal for me. I'm not a huge fan like Corman. I'll have a few here and there, but I'm not obsessed either. Um, I like the you know, summer beers, of course, is my season. Yeah. If you had to take one, Russ or Mahomes? Am I taking him for fantasy or uh, real football? For, we'll say real football. Probably Mahomes. Yeah. I think. I know a- age helps, but if you throw out age. I, yeah. If you throw out age. So I don't know. I was pretty down on Russell in the, throughout history, th- throughout the past few years. Really? Like he, he just never seemed, he never seemed like he lived up to the hype to me, but this year. Yeah, he's been fantastic. I'm reading some of those less, leaking some of those articles about let Russ cook. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm stuff. starting to believe it really could have been a play call. Yeah, a lot of it was. They always said the 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 Mina Kimes big piece was they just played so conservative until the fourth, and he would go off in the fourth. Well, why not let him play like that the whole game? But yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I'm I not. I wa- still take Mahomes, but yeah, it's I think close. so. But Russ has been. It's it's an interesting question. I'm not watching baseball anymore because the Indians are out. I'm salty. But who's going to win the World Series? <laughs> I haven't watched. I I watched the Indians first game. And the Indians' last game—that's the only baseball I watched all year. <laughs> Two games. I, mean, I actually watched a lot of regular season Indians, just being downtown and stuff. But I thought I'd get into it this year, but it never happened. Once, once uh, they're out, I just—I I don't care. Yeah. But who's gonna win? So remind remind me who's good this year. Who's left at least? Uh, the Dodgers are up 2-0. Padres—they're beating the Padres. Uh, the Yankees and Rays are tied two-two. Astros moved on, and then the Braves moved on. So Braves. Dodgers, uh, Yankees, I Rays. Dodgers. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. They're a good team. I hope the Rays beat the Yankees tomorrow because I think it's Game Five. Yeah. Um, all right. So Microsoft was going to high, was going to buy TikTok. Are you glad that it didn't happen? Are you like don't give a shit? And then what was the general vibe like around like imp- other employees? I'm I'm glad we didn't do it. There wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of buzz about it. It was just it just felt kind of nonsensical. Like, why would we want this thing? And then I don't even I don't think he would have got like. There's still a bunch of um, controversy about who actually owns it, what percent everyone owns. Yeah, there's like a lot of hangups they, still on the deal. They weren't they weren't going to give their algorithms to Oracle and Walmart, which is like the main part of it that you want. Um, I'm, I'm glad we stayed out of that. There wasn't there wasn't really much buzz though. Like. I mean, I don't really yeah, talk like no one really cared. Work, so I'm not really talking anymore. Yeah, no one really had an opinion that you heard of. Um, all right, three breakfast places that at least are pretty popular in Ohio: Cracker Barrel, Waffle House, or Bob Evans. Ooh, interesting. Growing up, we were all, growing up. We always went to Bob Evans. Same. But we we also like we like going to Bob Evans because you could get breakfast for dinner. So we go for dinner. True, you could get all and day pancakes yeah. and stuff. Um, Cracker Barrel. As a kid, I always thought the pancakes tasted weird. And I found out later it's because they use real maple syrup. Oh, I, the syrup. I wasn't used to real maple syrup. Yeah, you're used to that um, you know, grocery store stuff. Yeah. So like now that I'm an adult, Cracker Barrel could be fun. Also, Cracker Barrel, you always get to like play those games while you're waiting. Yeah, they have those there. They, they just got an alcohol license, too, if that matters. Oh, wow. Mimosas and stuff. Uh, At least they're going that way. You're like, but for, like, a road trip, Waffle House is the go-to. The Waffle House, 24 hours. I go Bob yeah. Evans, just best breakfast, but uh, Waffle House, 
like you said, yeah, road if trip. I'm going straight, if I'm going for food, I'd probably be Bob Evans. All right, so the Eagles and the Cowboys division's been a joke, but one of them two is going to win it. Giants and Reds, uh, Washington, whatever. Stink. Who's going to win the division, Eagles or Cowboys? Uh, I think the Cowboys will. Their offense is good. I have to imagine they'll play better defense at some point. Yeah. I would. If I'd... I was betting, I would bet that right now, too. Um, all right, so there's a challenge that's been thrown out with some of my friends around here, Corman and Andy Rossissi, blah, blah, blah. Do you think you could complete this baseball challenge? You get nine innings, you have to drink nine beers, and you have to eat nine hot dogs in the game in in the nine innings. Oh yeah, easily. You could do that. Like, well, how how long is an inning usually? Um, ten minutes, fifteen. Uh, minutes? Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah, a beer and a hot dog. No, you you need to hope minutes. that it's a high scoring game and a slower game. I think, but yeah, you could get nine. See, I could do the nine beers. I mean, I I think the nine hot dogs might be tough. We're talking like little. Yeah, not, we're talking like dollar dogs. Guys, like, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that's. A, I think I could easily do that. We were gonna do it Set this it summer, and then baseball didn't happen. So we'll definitely have to yeah, do we'll it at some point. Um. Are we talking? We're talking like I don't know, Coors Light, Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheap beer, yeah. small, whatever. Yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely doable. Um. The one thing, though, they stopped serving at seventh inning, so you have to get two beer. You have to get three beers there in the seventh that <laughs> holds you, so they might get warm. But uh, sounds like it. It sounds like it'd be better to do it at home or something. Like yeah, we were we were probably just going to go do it at like an Eros Rubber Ducks game, to be honest. You know, cheaper and stuff. But you could just do it at home, and it'd be fun too. I, I think the energy of the ballpark might help a little bit, but if you have a group doing it, it might be enough. Um, all right, my next question. So we're not really sure. We haven't heard from the kid. Maybe Dirk knows. Do you think Marta still lives in that commune? I'm pretty sure he does. He called in. When did we see Oh, yeah, trivia, one draft? of those trivia nights. He had, like, this red light in the background or something? That's right, trivia night. He growing weed I back I think he was at the commune. Yeah, so I, th- either, I think so, too. I'm just saying, I know he got a real job, so I don't know if maybe he moved out, but I, I, I assume he is, too. I, assume I think he likes living there. I assume he likes it. I think so. I mean, that he talks like he does. I, I could see how I've said this before. How it'd be fun at twenty four, but you know, at this point, get your own space, man. Um, all right, yeah, you're, we, you're, we got to get the whole crew. We got to get the crew together again. Just like catch up. And, I mean, we tried last year in Seattle. I know that was Labor Day, but yeah. we'll try again. And obviously, about a year from now, we'll have Corman's bachelor party. So I mean, that'll. Yeah, that'll, that'll force everyone to be like that's a no one can back out of that. But um, yeah, it's been too long. I mean, we haven't all been together since Vegas, which that's been four years now. To we get the whole league? I mean, I'm not Grony, but was everyone right. else there? Yeah, everybody besides Grony and was it wow. was it Manity in the league or no? Was I guess Mikey yeah, was still he wasn't in the league yet? Yeah, everyone besides Grony was there, and that was the last time. That was the first time a lot of you guys met Marta. You know, (laughs) I mean, I knew him from Philly. Corman had come out and met him, and Dirk met him in Philly. But unless you came to Philly and met him, that was it. And then we did that little Thanksgiving where there was like six of us recently together, five of us. But you know, that's less than half the league. I I haven't seen Kumar since Vegas. I. Um, but yeah, we'll, as soon as the shit ends, we're going back to Vegas for sure, 100 percent, or wherever. But Vegas, 
right. All right, so two quarterbacks that have really sucked. One got benched. The other one's going to the bench because he's hurt, I guess. Which quarterback's worse, Dwayne Haskins or Sam Darnold? Uh, so wait, is this Haskins' first year? So it's his second year. Play? It's his second year. He, and, he, play? and he played last he year. He played last year. He played like 10 game weeks, or six weeks maybe. I don't know. And Darnold's played like, this is his third year, but he's been hurt a bunch. I don't know. They both I, are on shitty Haskins teams. Worse. Yeah. I think Haskins is Haskins worse. Haskins is worse. It's hard because they're both on such shitty teams. Yeah. The, the Washington football team needs to get their act together. I mean, they they beat the Eagles, but yeah, they they're a disaster. Wow! <laughs> so the Bears are about to beat the Bucks. This is pretty crazy. Wow! The goat is going down. I lost some money here, um, but I'm happy for Nick Foles. So, um, all right, last question. I asked you, give me, give me. So you're you're Corman's oldest friend in this group, you know, before me. Give me a good Corman childhood story. Like, what what was Corman in like fourth grade? Uh, so I didn't I didn't actually meet Corman until I want to say it's seventh grade. Seventh. Oh, no, fifth grade. Fifth. Fifth grade. And were you it in his was, class uh, that year? Yeah. Was, so my first memory of Corman is we were in like homeroom or something, and he started doing this like he's made up this little jingle. And he, he would like, there was, I was sitting by myself for some reason. I think we we're waiting for buses maybe, or I was the first person there. Uh-huh. And so he, he was walking around, he would sit in the chair and he'd go, and then Chris sat beside of Nat. Then he'd stand up and sit in the net, yeah, different chair. Sit no. And then Chris sat in front of Nat. No. And he'd move over to the other chair. And he was, and it was really annoying. Really annoying. Was he trying to annoy you? Yeah. He was trying to annoy me. Well, yeah. That sounds very annoying. So I knew him before then. I knew him in like first or something. But just didn't become friends with him later. You know, I never had yeah. class with him. I knew him, I don't know, from baseball or whatever. But so was when you met him in fifth grade, was he as competitive as, he, you know, he was, is still? I think so. Because we did like a one-on-one fancy baseball league. Oh, yeah. You played each other all season. Yeah. Dude, who won that? I think he did. So here's a but funny story. Like, our teams were so loaded. Oh, it was, yeah. It was, awesome. it was an all-star team. Tom Brady throwing shit. Um, here's a funny story, and then we'll get off here. So, Stevanov was telling me this story that Stevanov played Corman in fantasy football in high school, like 2005, right? In some league. Probably Kyle Kungle League, I think they said. And so, Stevanov was... Stevanov was down five points going into Monday Night Football, and Corman had Brett Favre left. And... You know, at that time, Stevanov and Corman, I mean, they used to butt heads and just kind of egg each other on, you know. Stevanov loved to troll him. And right. Brett Favre had negative points that day. And <laughs> and Stevanov won. And Stevanov, immediately after that season, quit the league and was like, I'm out. It made, it made my life. And I joked with him, like... Because so then we went and looked up the we went and looked up the box score and Favre was like eleven for thirty with five picks. It was like a horrendous <laughs> night. They were playing the Bengals, ironically. And I joked with him. I said, "You should print that out and like that box score and like mail it to Corman every once in a while just to piss him off." Still, <laughs> but all like 
I I get where corners like at that. I would have never thought to bench Brett Favre, you know, like no, but. He got negative points on Monday Night awesome. Football. And, you know, it was even worse because Corman loved the Packers and Brett Favre. So. Right. I thought that was a pretty good story. That's great. I have not heard about that. All right, now. Well, you know about the famous story where where them two were going at it on Madden. You turned off the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you one yeah. bit. So It felt like it was going on for hours. It was probably only like half an hour, but... But still. So the so, story was Corman and Stemanov were playing Madden, and Corman just had to make the extra point to win... And Stemanov kept jumping off sides because it wouldn't let him kick it. And, and so then you were so annoyed and went and turned oh. off the machine. So to this day, Stemanov over says it was a tie. Over, over again. Uh, <laughs> that had to be at least 100 times. That's a great story. Corman says he even he even told Nov, I'll go for two and try it. And Stemanov <laughs> wouldn't let him. He kept jumping just to not even let him try it. Oh man, good times. All right, you got anything else for me before I let you go? I don't think so. It's been fun. You oh got... no, I do. Okay. Uh, I got it. So Hanks, I got a lot of issues with Hanks. Oh yeah, let us roll. Yeah. Let's get this. I forgot about this. So, so he was he was uh, really frustrated about uh, one of those podcasts where you guys were drinking. Yeah, we were pretty we were pretty toasted. He kind of, he kind of got off topic, but I, th- I thought there were a lot of good comments in there. Like, yeah, it's fun. I think uh, I think the content was great. I think all it really needed was a little bit of. Uh, Maybe like a sober host to correct. I was too drunk. I needed uh, I needed like four less beers for sure. I think the quality was still pretty high. It just was a little unorganized. I was with you. I thought Ferris had a few funny lines, but see, Ferris Ferris was probably the most sober. But um, yeah, he was just salty because because we were bashing Cincinnati, and then his big defense of Cincinnati was. Well, if you're not from there, you don't get it. Of course, if you're from there, you love it. Like I get that. Like if I'm from somewhere, I'm gonna love it. You got to tell me why someone that's not from there should love it. You know what I mean? Like, everybody loves their hometown. I love Green, Ohio. Other people don't, but I do. You know? Yep. No, I agree with you on that. Um, but this was this was a good podcast. I always know at the end whether it was a good one or not. And this was a good one. You had, you came with the most right. the most prep I've ever seen, so I appreciate it. Uh, didn't have much work to do today. So. <laughs> All right, Nat. I appreciate it, my man.